Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. The pain of four and even five dollar gasoline has Mm. a domino effect on our utility prices and any transported goods. In fact, oil industry analyst Stephen Short tells Fox Business that if you look at history, we are not in a good place. A recession is unavoidable at this point. Every single recession in the United States, beginning with the Arab oil embargo in 1974, was preceded by a massive rise in energy costs. We have never seen a massive rise like this we're seeing today. Well, recessions can be ugly for the stock market. So, Jim, for those that are getting close to retirement, what is the best course of action to protect our money? Yeah, I mean, these gas prices are getting really annoying, Grant. I, I paid $5.49 Oof. on my uh, way down to Baltimore on I-95 at one of the rest stops uh, last week. But think about all the other stuff that we use on a day-to-day basis that's driven on trucks, right, on these tractor trailers yep. throughout the country, shipped to us. and you know, in order to get on the shelves over at supermarkets and stores like Home Depot, right? These higher shipping costs also are are being passed on to us as consumers. But remember, even before these gas prices started getting higher, we have had issues uh, in our economy, which is the main one has been inflation, generally speaking, right, over the past few months. Mm -hmm. And we're all experiencing these higher prices pretty much everywhere we look nowadays. But on the bright side, investments that are linked to inflation have panned out pretty well lately. They are still offering those uh, U.S. government Series I bonds. They're being offered through April of this year, and they're currently paying 7.12% interest from uh, big old Uncle Sam, the government. Um, People say, Jim, why haven't I heard about these? Why haven't my banker or my broker told me about them? And I tell them, The reason is because they're not offered through banks or through a financial advisor. You have to get them yourself, essentially, on their website, which is treasurydirect.gov. But it's nice to know there are still some good places for your money. Uh, You just have to dig around a little bit. Uh, Jim, we always talk about, you know, people getting close to retirement and the investment strategy that might be tied to that. But for folks who are just out here trying to navigate these uncertain times that we're in right now, what are some basics, some things that we can all be tapping into and all be keeping in mind in times like these? Yeah, there's definitely, definitely some basics that every investor needs to know. I think the most important one at the moment is just paying attention to your investment accounts, but really paying attention to your bond funds in particular. A lot of the bond funds are not linked to inflation, okay? Uh, What I'm talking about more specifically is fixed rate bonds and bond mutual funds. Those are the types that are doomed in a rising interest rate environment like we're experiencing right now, right? So you may have some funds, they may have in the title, people sometimes say, well, Jim, I don't know, are these in danger or not? You want to look out for the ones that say high yield bond fund, core bond fund. Sometimes it'll say total bond fund, long-term bond fund, or long-term fixed income, or even one of those target date funds, right? If your fund has a year of retirement in it, like 2020 or 2025, you need to know that those funds could very well be in danger of substantial loss this year as the Fed continues to raise interest rates. And rates are projected to increase another couple of times this year. 
The Fed already made that announcement a couple of months ago. And that's the only warning that investors are going to get. No one from Vanguard or from Fidelity, right? They don't have to call you up or knock on your door and give you like a little uh, presentation on the explanation of bond funds. They all know that the bonds are in danger because we all need to know this in order to get our licenses. But look, they're not legally obligated to have to reach out to every single one of their customers to tell them this. Every advisor needs to know this. And look, it's painful for me to watch folks paying sometimes an advisor a management fee to manage their accounts. Yet the advisor isn't paying enough attention to the most basic of fundamentals. So if you feel like your portfolio is dipping in value and you'd like a fresh set of eyes on things, give my office a call now. We could set up a time to get together at my office, either in Radnor, which is very close to Villanova University, or Marlton, New Jersey, or we can set up a phone call or even a Zoom, and I'll uh, have a consultation with you completely complimentary just for today's listeners, Grant. Now, here's the number to get started with that, 610-894-7415. 610-894-7415. Let Retire Ready Financial Group create a plan that's designed not just to grow your money, but to protect it in times like these. And as Jim said, he'll do it at no cost and no obligation for the listeners today to freedom to retire. 610-894-7415 and online at retirereadyfg.com. With the Federal Reserve raising interest rates a quarter point with more hikes to come, as Jim just mentioned, what does this mean for someone who is shopping for an annuity to provide guaranteed income? An article in Financial Advisor magazine says it depends on what kind of annuity you have. Jim, I'll ask you, can you run down this list and explain how these higher rates will impact each of these options? Sure, Grant. I'm happy to touch on uh, this because there are a couple of different types of annuities. Um, And yeah, higher interest rates, thanks to the Fed, can impact different styles of annuities in some variation. And look, this is a really good topic for today's show, especially because annuities have become increasingly popular lately because of all the market volatility that's been going on the past couple of months. But in general, the most simple type of annuity is just a regular fixed annuity. They even nickname them a CD type annuity, right? Like a certificate of deposit because they they behave very similarly to how a a CD at the bank is structured. Mm -hmm. What they do is they pay you just a flat interest rate each year. And that interest rate is locked in for a couple of years, like three years, four years or five years. And they also have a couple of benefits like they will uh, offer tax deferral, which means that you will not receive a tax bill each and every year that you earn some interest. And this is especially helpful for some people that are still working because if you're in a high tax bracket because you have a decent salary, maybe some good bonuses coming in and your spouse does also, and then have to pay tax on maybe interest that you get from a CD. Let's pretend you had money in the CD where you're taxed each year. Let's say the CD is paying a whopping 1% because that seems to be the going rates these days. But even after taxes, you might be netting only about half of that 1% after all is said and done. And annuities do typically have higher fixed interest rates than the CDs at the banks, but they also have higher penalties. So if you cash out early, you've got to be cautious there with the annuities grant. Well, walk us through the criteria here for somebody that's trying to go through these options and decide what annuity or if an annuity is right for them. What kind of things are you looking at along with them to help them make the best decision? Yeah, one of the things I always look at is to make sure that folks have plenty of money set aside for emergencies, right? Life always throws us curveballs. We're all getting curveballs of uh, folks of all walks of life in, yeah. in different ways or forms. So we need that extra money there that we can access quickly. So that's first and foremost. 
Then we look at seeing what the different types of annuities might look like. In addition to that fixed one that I just mentioned, there's also one that's called a variable annuity. This one you got to be careful with also because, you know, it's tied to the market. So if interest rates continue to rise and the market goes down, you could lose money because variable annuities usually don't protect your principal against stock market loss. Instead, you might want to look into what's called a fixed indexed annuity. That's the one that does protect your principal if the market goes down. So they still link you to the market, but it's only to the market's upside and not to the market's downside. You can end up capturing quite a bit of market growth, and that's really a great way to hedge your money against this really high inflation that we have going on right now. And there's one other element I want to throw into this mix here, Grant, as we're talking about interest rates, is that there are some folks out there that say, you know what? Uh, rates are going to go up. I'm going to wait, right? I'm going to wait until I, I get a, a nice good rate maybe next year. And sometimes they end up waiting a whole entire year so they can get a rate that's offered much higher than what it is today, or at least that's their hopes. But the simple math will tell us that if your money sits around just in your checking account or your savings account for the next year, let's say, and earns relatively little to no interest, and then if you do get lucky with higher rates next year, you may not truly be getting ahead. Let me give you an example. So if one investor finds a program, let's say even a fixed annuity or, a, or anything out there that pays maybe 2% interest for the next three years, and guy number two says, you know what, I'm going to wait a year and I'm going to find something that pays 3% for the next two years after that, right? So he earned nothing in the first year and then 3% and 3%. A lot of folks are uh, surprised to know that the person that actually got two, two, and two ended up with more money than the guy that waited and got three and three. So sometimes waiting is not the answer. So the bottom line is if you're looking for some short-term places to put some money, give my office a call. We can uh, help share some ideas with you this upcoming week. There are some decent places out there where you don't have to lock your money up. Uh, so give my office a call and always happy to help our 1210 listeners grant. Yeah, it's important to know what your options are. And we talk about annuities uh, pretty much every week here on Freedom to Retire, and that can be a valuable tool in constructing your overall financial plan. But as times change, you want to be up to date with all the factors that go into choosing one that's right for you. Give Jim Cipriati and Retire Ready Financial Group a call now. He's been educating people on their options and helping them make that decision, not some one-size-fits-all selection, the one that's right for you. There's no cost whatsoever to sit down and speak with Jim and have this conversation. All it takes to get started is a phone call. 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. Or you can book a time to speak with Jim Cipriati online at retirereadyfg.com. Now, back in 1994, William Bingen developed the 4% rule. The idea being with a 50-50 mix of stocks and bonds, you can pull 4% out to live on and not run out of money over the course of a 30-year retirement. You can still find that rule on the internet today where you can find most anything, if we're being honest. But more to the point, Jim, I was wondering how today's huge inflation rate affects the 4% rule and if we should just consider maybe throwing out that concept altogether. Yeah, the good old 4% rule, right? Yeah, it came out in 1994, right? We were wearing our MC Hammer pants back then, just to get, it's almost 30 years ago. <laughs> and a lot has changed. Definitely uh, the pants. Definitely the pants. But the main issue that I'm seeing with that 4% rule grant is that bonds have historically paid so much more than what they're paying right now. Um, and if you have half of your money in bonds, like many folks here in the greater Philadelphia and, and South Jersey areas have, uh, then you might not be earning as much on that bond portion of your money. 
Um, so you may end up needing to dial down that 4% of the 4% rule into maybe even the lower 3% range. Um, because look, if you, if you pull up the chart of what bond interest rates have done over the past 40 years, especially when this 4% rule was created in the mid-90s, uh, you're going to see that interest rates have been on a straight decline pretty much over that, uh, that time frame. Um, but the only bright side has been uh, that stocks have been generally pulling so much of the weight in terms of, of growth in that stock and bond mix. But look, it doesn't take a financial genius to see that our economy is in a very different place than where we were as America in 1994. Mm -hmm. That was before all the debt our nation just took on from multiple wars in the Middle East and stack on top of that the debt from the 2008 financial crisis and stack on top of that all the debt from the COVID-19 stimulus packages, mm -hmm. right? And all that debt translates into higher inflation because of all the money that Congress added into uh, our money supply and money circulation. So you don't need to go really, really far at all to see the impact of all of this money that's been added. I mean, look at the prices of real estate, for example. A lot of our listeners I know are approaching retirement or in retirement, so I know that they're looking at prices of homes in South Florida. Um, it makes people fall off their chairs sometimes when they see how much things have gone through the roof in terms of real estate. But the bottom line is, Grant, that our dollars are just not buying as much these days. That's what we're seeing. Now, with that in mind, do you find the trend, at least these days, that people might be dipping into their retirement accounts to help them cover for some of this? Yeah, I mean, these, these rising costs have got to be paid, right? We're not just going to sit at home and sit on the couch and not travel more and not see our families, especially after being locked in the house for two years, right? We want to see our friends and family. And there's rising costs that come along with that. So my advice would be to make sure you have a portion of your assets dedicated towards producing income. Uh, and you need enough income coming in to cover your basic necessities. Your Social Security check is not enough, right? It's never designed to be enough. You're going to need another portion of your assets to generate that steady flow of monthly income. And this is especially true for the people that are retiring young, right? People in their late 50s or early 60s retiring then because you have a chance of living a very long time. In 25 years, 30 years, it could very well be. That's a long time to be drawing off of your assets. And you're going to need your assets to make it through all different types of market cycles, right? The bad cycles, the correction cycles, all of that. Expect it. It's going to happen, right? The nasty ones are the two or three years in a row where we have market declines, which has happened many times before, where people are looking at their statements every month. Oh, honey, look, we're down more next month. Oh, honey, look, we're down even more next month. Oh, honey, look, we're down even more. <laughs> I mean, that I happened for almost, yeah, it happened almost 36 months in a row between 2000 and 2002. And that starts to wear on your mind, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to stomach all of that, um, especially if you're no longer working or adding money to those accounts. So look, if you feel like your portfolio might be lacking in the income generating department, give my office a call. and We can take a look and see how you're positioned currently. And I'll see if there's any other strategies that might be a better fit for you, Grant. And you may have heard all kinds of different ways that you can plan for retirement, but have you really dug into the research and found the right way for you? And that means revisiting your plan and making sure that plan is designed to withstand things like interest rate hikes, inflation, and other potential drains on your retirement spending power. 
Jim Cipriani has been helping people with this for over two decades, and he'd be happy to get started with helping you out at no cost and no obligation. 610-894-7415. 610-894-7415 to get on his calendar this week or book that time online at retirereadyfg.com. Now, the pandemic has raised awareness of the need for long-term care, but it can be very expensive. The Nationwide Retirement Institute ran a survey that showed 7 out of 10 folks would prefer to receive that care at home and rely on a spouse or family member for that care. That places a significant burden on family members who could spend an average of 56 hours per week as caregivers, and many are not receiving any compensation, mind you. Jim, there has to be a better strategy for these families, right? That's true, Grant. And the facts are that seven out of 10 people, that's 70% of people will need long-term care at some point Mm -hmm. in their lives. And that includes you and I, right? And that those are some pretty high odds there. I mean, look, if the weatherman says, hey, there's a 70% chance of rain, I'm packing an umbrella. No doubt. And a, um, and a coat. And a coat. Uh, you know, I might not pack a, a big, massive, clunky umbrella, plus, a, you know, be wearing a poncho, plus, a, you know, maybe a set of rain galoshes on my feet. But you better bet I'm going to pack at least a little something so I don't get soaked. And we need to look at our finances in the exact same way. Because let's face it, if we get up there in age and we're not able to take care of ourselves as we once could, we're going to need help from someone. Uh, There's no other way around it. Of course, we have our spouses. They're almost always there to help us. But is our spouse physically strong enough? I've heard a lot of stories about how a petite little wife was hurt herself, right, injured in, in trying to help her much larger husband up off the couch or out of the recliner or up off a chair from the dining room, right? getting in and out of the shower and one helping the other, sometimes both end up getting hurt physically. So, you know, there's issues there. And then to add to the complexity, you know, sometimes there's uh, our kids who might be able to help us out, give us a hand when they're free, but do we really want to impose on them? They're going to be married or are married and, you know, they have their own families, their own kids, their own careers. They have their own lives. They have enough to worry about. They're probably stressed out about other things that are not even sharing with their parents. So there's a lot of stress in there when we're relying on our families, Grant. While I think a lot of people would like the continuity of being able to stay at home, would like to be around their loved ones, even if this means asking a loved one to help out. I mean, there are going to be cases, Jim, especially as you talk about people getting older and older, where families simply may not be able to be there for you in the way that you need them to be. And that means coming out of pocket for something else, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and there's so many folks out there that don't have families nearby, right? There's some that have families. A lot of folks are spread out uh, across the country, state to state to state. And uh, some people just don't have family at all. They don't have kids. So there's going to be expenses that have to be um, paid, right? Hiring someone else is going to cost money. And those costs can add up. Even if they're little costs, they can add up because you may need that help every day, day in and day out. Uh, So, of course, the financial industry comes to the rescue, right? They've developed some financial products to help us prepare for these costs so we just don't blow through our savings. And, uh, you know, there are the traditional long-term care type coverages, that you had mentioned a moment ago. Uh, They're the expensive ones and they're kind of creeping up there in price each year. Increasingly expensive for sure. And to boot, a lot of those uh, traditional type policies, they will provide for someone to come into your home. Maybe uh, they have to be someone who's licensed or some sort of caregiver that has uh, documentation. It very well may be some, you know, a stranger, right? Some people are a little bit sketched out by that, but 
the insurance company will typically work on a reimbursement type program where they want you to incur the costs each month and then you uh, submit the receipts to the insurance company and then they give you the money back. Instead, and personally, I, I like the newer types. These are types of insurance where uh, they will even pay a family member or a friend for their time and helping you out. And you don't need to be in a nursing facility. You can be in the comfort of your own home. These financial uh, insurance products will pay for that. I'm partial to them for a couple of reasons. Not only that, because even if you pass away suddenly, uh, like from a heart attack or something, um, mm -hmm. if you have never used any of that coverage that you had purchased and paid an arm and a leg for, yeah. the insurance company in these newer types, these are called hybrids, the insurance companies will pay out all of that unused money to your loved ones, which is much better than paying premiums for a long period of time than having all that money uh, sucked right back into the insurance company if you have never placed a claim, right? If you passed away yeah. unexpectedly. So, oh, and you do not need to be in perfect health to qualify either for these hybrids. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm on uh, medication. So that's okay. Almost everyone over age 50 is on some sort of medication, blood pressure, cholesterol, statins, et cetera, or has some sort of health, this, that, or the other going on. They know that already, and they're happy to give you coverage in most cases. So if you haven't seen how this new type of coverage works, let's put it this way. Give my office a call, and we can review some options together. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900.